Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Be Bougie, Be Hippie. This is a space for healing, growing, venting, vibing, and discovering where real life meets the spiritual realm. I am so excited to help you dig deeper and tap into your intuition. Let's begin. Hey, everyone. First, I just want to say thank you for listening. And before the official episode starts, I wanted to come on and say, I'm so excited. This is the first of many episodes to come where I will be interviewing just amazing human beings with awesome stories, things that I think everyone who's listening will really benefit. But Uh, Real quick, on this episode, I am talking to the wonderful Erica Rose Rollins, and we have an event coming up. (laughs) While I'm talking about it, I say the dates wrong. So the official, the proper dates are October, Friday, October 28th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. And all the information about the event is in the episode. So Thank you again for listening. If you like this, please give us a five-star review and leave us a great um, comment. And please share this episode and others with people that you think would appreciate it or benefit from that. I will talk to you soon. Hello and welcome to this episode of Be Bougie, Be Hippie. I am your host, Eileen DeSell. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everyone who's reached out. Thank you for the beautiful women who came to our immersive at Island Wellness this past weekend. That was amazing. I am here. I am on a mission. I am so ready to connect like-minded men and women. Um, Like I've said, this is a podcast for diving into your intuition, getting to know who you are, And so I have an amazing guest here with me today. My heart is pounding. I love, I love this woman. I haven't known her for very long, but it's super cool the way that we connected and I'll dive into that and I'll let her introduce herself or tell you a little bit more about her. But I want to introduce on Erica Rose to the show. Hi, Erica. How you doing? Good. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you're here. Like I was saying, so we've been talking a little bit before just popping on this recording. And the second I started talking, it was like my energy lifted and connected with you. And that is what happened when I first reached out. Yes. So (laughs) it's so crazy, right? Like there are no coincidences. Everybody listening. I was at a wedding. I don't, do you remember when, when did I reach out to you? Oof, um, like time is like an illusion right now. I feel like we're jumping timelines. Um, when was that? Possibly maybe I think it was around the summer. June? Yeah, yeah June-ish? something like that. Yeah, so it was the beginning of the summer and I was sitting at a wedding um, with some friends and we were just hanging out and one of my friends was like, you know who I feel like it, you would really vibe well with or she just something about her energy reminds me of you. So she's showing me Erica's page on Instagram and I'm like, oh, she's beautiful. She's cute. I love her energy. Like, yeah, (laughs) you know, I love what you do. And I'm like, oh, wow, cool. So you live in California. Like, that's great. And so I'm looking at your page. And so like that was that. And then the wedding goes on. And so then the next day I felt this 
connection. And I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that like goes around Instagram and like, you know, flooding people with DMs or like reaching out to them. But something in me was like, you need to reach out to Erica. And so I did. (laughs) Yes, the ping. I love that. And you were so gracious and you were so welcoming and you were like, yes, totally. Let's hop on a call. Yes. So we started talking and like five minutes into our conversation, I think you started talking about people from North Attleboro, Massachusetts and like talk about that time thing. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. I'm like, like, wait, that's my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what? Hold on. No, no, no. It says you're from California. Nobody, <laughs> my girlfriend hadn't said anything about that. Turns out we, so Erica is from the town that I lived in for 11 years in Massachusetts and where like I met so many people. That's where I met Jimmy, my husband. That's where, I mean, we had houses in North Alabama, like so crazy that we yeah. talking about that. <laughs> I love <laughs> that so number 11 too. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's one thing too. I talking to you, every time I talk to you, you emulate possibility. Mm, like yes. you just bring up this energy of, and I can't wait to like see each other again, because even when we met and then we met for coffee, but you do, your energy is just love and possibility. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Infinite possibility. So now that, you know, we've had this connection and the universe put us together, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I'm an intuitive coach. I'm also a hairstylist, (laughs) separate, need something a little, a little more three-dimensional earth plane to keep me grounded. But I do intuitive readings. I do one-on-one confidence coaching, um, mindset rewiring. I help and support people with anxiety and releasing trauma from the body um, just because I believe that we're energetic beings as well as physical. So we store energy in our bodies and it manifests as illness or pain or um, from receiving more magic into our lives and stepping into our highest timeline, which is basically our highest good. Um, And I also host retreats. I host workshops. I do Reiki. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I do energy healing if you're not familiar with the word Reiki. Um, it's basically just like a Japanese healing modality used to heal the energetic body and release anything that feels stored. Um, I also use sound healing as another modality. I know you do sound healing as well. So some of your followers mm-hmm. are probably familiar. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where the sound bowls emit a frequency that is aligned with each energy center in the body. It helps balance and cleanse that space. But for the most part, Um, I use my intuitive gifts. I also have the gift of mediumship, which tends to come through when it wants to. Um, I don't really offer that necessarily as a full-time service just because I believe that spirit will come through when they want to. But yeah, I really love just tapping into people's inner childs and helping them understand their emotional ages and how to coexist with the past so that they can move on and live a more exciting future. Mm, Yes, yes to all of that. That is, that is beautiful. And I, I love that you are doing or on the other side of the country doing the same work that I'm doing over here and then you're blending it and you come over here. And again, there's no, there's no coincidences. I, 
I love, I love all of that. You talked a little bit about inner child and I love that you said you don't like the word blocks. Mm -hmm. What is it that you prefer to say and why is the word blocks kind of not in your realm? Um, I feel like blocks allows us to stay stuck or be a victim where if you were to use the word maybe wound or pain or a trauma, it's more empowering because you can take that wound or that pain and instead of saying I'm stuck or I'm blocked or this prevents me from, you can say I'm choosing to heal this wound and change my life or I'm choosing a different pattern because this wound keeps me in an old pattern that doesn't serve me. Yes. Oh, totally. So just calling it in or calling it what it is. So you can really focus on what that is instead of just keeping it kind of very general. Yeah. And it's like, we can transmute or alchemize our pain. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like to say that we're blocked or we're stuck. It's like, no, no, no. It's just a, that is like the little red flag. Like, Hey, I'm here. Do you want to fix and heal this part of yourself? Or do you want to stay quote unquote stuck? Mm Mm-hmm. So when you were doing the work, because I love, so, you know, asking you what you do and who you are. And then my favorite thing to ask people after that is how did you come to realize or the realization or the awareness that energy work is where you needed to be or that this was a part of your purpose? Yeah. So I grew up a hypersensitive. (laughs) I was always like nervous Norma, nervous Nelly. I was an anxious kid. (laughs) I had panic attacks all the time. I could feel other people's energy, but I didn't know what it was. And I thought I was crazy. I went to my pediatrician when I was 15. I'm like, hello, I think I'm nuts. Like something's up. She's like, crazy people don't know they're crazy, honey. (laughs) I would like hear things, see things, know things. I just had this like really intense knowing of like higher truths that I was like, where is this coming from? And why do I know this? Um, And it would be even with relationships, I would know what partners were getting into when they shouldn't have been. And this is like pre-social media. I was like 15 years old. Well, pre, you know, Instagram and Snapchat and all those things. But um, then I'd go in stores and I'd be overwhelmed by like the fluorescent lights and the people and the noises And I'm like, what is going on? Um, And I thought that it was just generalized, like, oh, I'm just sensitive. Um, But I really understand, started understanding that sensitivity is like a superpower. And I had this like sixth, I'm like, maybe even seventh, eighth sense where I was tapping into energy of beings that have crossed over. I was tapping into the energy of the people in front of me and around me, people that aren't even with me. So I started understanding all of that I learned what an empath was which also I feel like is a label in a sense because it can keep us kind of feeling like oh I'm an empath so I'm just stuck this way but I believe like you can become an empowered empath um, and use it to your advantage but I started learning about cleansing rituals I started going to all the circles and the women's things and the yoga studios and learning all about energy and I took a mediumship course Um, I hired a coach and mentor But another big part of my journey was my relationships. Um, I constantly attracted toxic partners, but I was also showing up as a toxic person because I was showing up for my wounds as well because it takes two to tango. And that was the biggest piece of, like, biggest thing for me that helped me shift out of 
where I was at. Cause I was like, wait, I'm so sick of my shit. <laughs> I don't want to be in this anymore. Instead of being like, I'm so sensitive and I'm, I'm always dating assholes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause my heart is just so big. Yeah. Yeah. Cut those cords. And I started on un- like understanding what, why I was choosing those partners, why I was attracting, I'm like, quote unquote, narcissistic men. And it's like, the narcissist is a wounded individual too. So it's like everyone just shows up from their wounds and choose these patterns and we can break them and we can heal them. And we, when we choose to do that for ourselves, we also do that for our partners, even if we're no longer with them. It's because we're no longer enabling them. And yeah. It, just, it, it led me to unpacking all these gifts and understanding um, how to rewire the mind. And through my own journey, I've kind of taken all the tools that have worked for me and put together a, a toolkit for others. I love that. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about either, you know, the person who's in a toxic relationship and they're aware of being in that toxic relationship. What is your advice? What is the first step that they should take or what is the first thing they should do to begin their healing process? Say that, you know, they're at the very beginning stages and they're afraid to label anything. They're afraid to, they're just full of fear right for Mm -hmm. to move forward what would you say what would you say to them is the first thing they should do to empower themselves yeah first of all this question makes me emotional because I'm like oh I know how it feels it's so hard just take a moment to send them some love all these people listening I can feel them Mm -hmm. okay so I would say awareness is the biggest thing like once you're aware you can't unbe aware so celebrate that you're simply aware And then from there, I would start listening to other people's stories, um, start getting back into an empowered headspace. Like, what can you do? One thing every morning, like ask yourself in the morning, what do I need today? And start giving it to yourself, start filling up your cup, because you might want to leave right then and there. But there's some deep rooted stuff that you might just keep going back and back, where if you feel like you can cut that cord and, and head out of the relationship, that's amazing. But I feel like a lot of people in this space, it's such a sensitive space to be in because you love this person that you're with Mm -hmm. Um, and you can love them, but you can also come back to the empowered choice of it's called like um, conscious uncoupling where you're just choosing a different path because it's not in alignment with where you're going. And you can start to explore like, why do I attract these kinds of partners? Like what wound in me is seeking validation from this person? Maybe growing up you were, always feeling the need to prove your worth or prove yourself to be worthy of love or you couldn't disappoint others or you wouldn't be loved and start kind of unpacking your patterns and maybe even seeing the wound in your partner. And you can even come to them with a conversation, open the doors for healing together. But if you feel like you want to heal and take this journey on your own, um, just start educating yourself, buying the books, listening to the podcasts and slowly, but surely you'll feel empowered enough to leave or, if you already feel called to cut that cord, you can you can cut it too. You have permission. The only one standing in the way is ourselves. And you said something too at the beginning. Well, it made me think of two things that like right then and there you may want to leave. And also what that makes me think of is that like, you know, old saying that we can we can try to leave our problems, but wherever we go, we'll still be there. So just being aware right that even if we leave that situation like you had said you were showing up as 
the wounded or as somebody who is attracting the narcissist. So it's just comes down to, like you said, getting to work and knowing that just because maybe leaving that one physical person doesn't mean that the healing is done. Yes, exactly. And I compare it. I know you have talked on your podcast about, so um, you celebrated your 11 years clean, right? Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah 11 yeah. is such a theme. Congratulations. That's huge. <laughs> like anyone listening, one, one, one is like an awakening perfect alignment. So this is a big year for you. Yeah. You know, what's so crazy too is my husband, Jimmy, who you will eventually meet. He is my ground. He's my person, but he grounds me. Like yeah. He is just so solid and not of the earth, but he is like, I need his, his earth. His yeah, totally. Oh my God. I need a grounded <laughs> masculine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's the first one that pointed that out. And then everyone else is like in my circle of woo. Not that yeah. he isn't, but I was like, oh my God, babe, you're right. 11. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 11. Oh, I love that. Yeah. See, he's open. He's wake- He's He's got the numbers down. <laughs> he is. He's got it. He's got it. Uh, but yeah, I almost compare like codependency and toxic relationships to addiction because it's like we're addicted to getting high off this love and like handling it with grace and handling it with ease because it's, it's a journey to, to the other side. Yeah. And I think sometimes people feel alone and isolated in toxic relationships because they think, oh, my family doesn't get it. No one will understand, but, and not that families get or understand addiction, but almost treating yourself like as if you have an addiction to this type of love. So isolating, right? Yeah. People just, they, they learn to cope with isolation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then the cycle goes. (laughs) And then the cycle goes, but then you, and the other part of that is I noticed which came in, which is very close hand in hand. And I do a lot of this as well with my clients and through my own journey is that the inner child healing, Mm -hmm. that it comes from a space of the wounded inner child. Yeah. Cause so many of us grow up, like I need to get perfect grades to be loved or I can't make a peep or my parents will get upset or we just teach ourselves all of these stories that aren't even a true, they're, they're true to our experience, but they're not the actual truth. So it's just going back in and unpacking all of that. Mm, Unpacking it. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, you also talked about mediumship and I love the way you put that where you said the light is always on. And when spirit wants to come in and (laughs) Erica and I, again, Erica was so gracious that we talked on the phone and she was like, you know, I'm going to be in town during the summer in like a month so yeah because I think you were in mass in July yeah July and August yeah so after I like wrap my head around the fact that like spirit just kind of threw us together and that you're from Massachusetts (laughs) we just we met and we had an awesome experience I think we met in East Greenwich Rhode Island it was just so easy we connected Mm -hmm. over coffee and we were talking about mediumship and how, you know, how that's going. So yeah, I just want to, I want to talk a little bit about that. And you said you took a mediumship course. I'm so curious how that went and what they talked about in the course. Yeah, it was really cool. It was with um, Monica, the medium. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of her. She had a show, but um, she's from the East coast, but actually lives in California now. I've been to a couple of her in-person events, but She ran the course really cool. She, she taught us all about like the soul journey and 
it's kind of like a remembrance though, when you're in these containers, I'm sure you can relate where yeah. they say it and you're like, wait, I already knew that, but how did I know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The remembering it's remembered into your body. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. We are a soul living a human experience. And, um, we practice with like people that have people who have crossed and we channel for them and you just kind of test your abilities and play with it all and it's wild like even to this day I, I like laugh sometimes when I'm channeling because I'm like I can't even believe that spirit just showed me that <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where I felt like we were two we were like two giddy teenagers when we yeah. were together <laughs> and we were talking about that I'm like you can use some of my people like here come on over yeah exactly I have to um look her up because I'm always interested you know on people who are doing the work and I know people who are listening are too because that's the one thing about intuition that I truly believe is everybody is yeah. capable of tapping into it. And it doesn't matter if you're like Erica or I, you know, where you just, you know, things and you feel things and you're almost super sensitive, overly, you know, quote unquote, mm -hmm. overly sensitive to things, or it just hasn't happened for you yet, but you're really curious. You know, there are no coincidences if you feel pulled to tap in then tap yeah. in. And I love yeah. how you said, you know, you just get started. You just get yeah, started. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And it's like, we're not, we're not shown things for no reason. Like you can even trust your visions and your dreams. Oh, I'm burping. I'm moving energy for people. Yeah. <laughs> moving fear. Um, and again, back to Monica real quick. She has a book called Messages from Above. Um, mm. And it's by Monica the Medium. If anyone's interested in looking into her, she's got a podcast too. But, oh, sweet. But yeah, it's like, where you got to just trust what you're shown and what you know. And like one thing that happened my whole life is I always felt like there was more, like, I'm just like, why do I feel like there's something more for me? And it's just, you're a light worker. Like you're here to bring more light to the planet and that's your job. And you can still be a mom. You can still be a teacher. You can still be whatever you want to be. But I always was like, what is this more feeling? So if anyone mm -hmm. listening has that feeling, like trust it. Maybe it's yeah. that mystical experience and that, that stuff that we, we were just talking about. I love that, the mystical, just knowing that there's more. And then another part of it, too, that I feel like is underrated to be overlooked is the simplicity of it. Mm -hmm. There are so many, I don't know, I think that rituals are beautiful and I, and I respect them and honor them and, and need them. And we, we need those. But I feel like people, when they want to start tapping in, feel like they have to go get every, every crystal that ever yeah. was, or they have to go to like Sedona or they have to go to Joshua tree. And, uh -huh. you know, I just, I feel like the most powerful place for me when I started, okay, harnessing this and instead, you know, when I was younger, it was, I felt like I was surrounded by like a concert of people all the time. Like I yeah. always just saw like groups of people and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I was followed. So then I was super anxious, but the uh -huh. most, when I tapped into it was of course, you know, I had my spiritual advisor and I would go to her regularly, but then it was in my living room that the mm -hmm. most powerful awareness and awakening and messages came. From. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, but it's so true. It's like you can sit on your living room floor and like, it's like almost visualizing like the top of your head is just open. <laughs> so we're receiving guidance. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where, where people can start. You had said, you know, you just begin or you, when you have that awareness and so you, you celebrate that so that it's like, okay, then what? And it's like, just start with you. You said Mm -hmm. you are the Oracle, you are the force, you are the energy. Mm -hmm. I keep hearing this saying, and it's, it's almost tagged, it is tagged with religion, but I keep hearing this and I've said it randomly. It's that the kingdom of heaven lies within. Yeah. And like when I I look at that, right from like a not religious point of view, I feel empowered Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, at the same time, that also means that hell is also within so what's the choice because if the kingdom of heaven lies within that means the polarity of it is also there so I don't know I just Mm -hmm. I just wanted to share that yeah no I love that and it's true it's like the kingdom of heaven does lie within it's like heaven god universe source divine your higher self like whatever people listening believe in at the end of the day the representation of it is love so it's like love lies within which love is light and like you said the polarity is the darkness which also lies within because it's like we have those wounds we have those shadows so it's like balancing the two and choosing to like almost be like this filter this human who's welcoming in more love and in turn that dark stuff will come up it will come out because it's like the denseness in the body needs to be purged so It's like when they do, when you do feel like scared or like something's coming up and you're like, I don't know if I want to deal with this. Um, just know and trust it's coming up for you too. Right. 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 That's the, yeah. I think, I think a lot of people do stop because they feel that fear mm-hmm. of it or they're tagged to like, <laughs> I remember having, hearing this a long time ago that like, I was so afraid to tap in deeper because of the picture that Hollywood projects Mm. as like you know spirit or like other realms yeah I had to kind of break that that thought or that false uh belief for me Mm -hmm. that if I went deeper it was gonna look like that yeah yeah I wrap myself in light all the time and like I don't even welcome I don't even I don't even acknowledge it like when I'm channeling I'm like we're we are we are working with the light guys (laughs) And I'm mm-hmm. like, angels, guides, masters, God, whatever you believe. I'm like, as when we're channeling, when we're doing this work, like you just set a boundary with it. It's like people. We just yeah. tell them no. <laughs> a part of my journey, and I think why, right, like the fear brings up something. And if we explore that, it's kind of part of, for me, it's pulling me towards what I'm supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. it's like leaning into that fear. So I remember being so petrified. I can only explain it as like, when you're a little kid and you wake up and you have a nightmare yeah and like but then realizing that for me my job for a long time was in the deep dark shadow work Mm -hmm. and it didn't I grew more light it was like because I was walking into those times I grew more light so I want to talk more to about you told us a little bit about your journey and what you do and it's absolutely beautiful so what is it on a daily basis, let's say, what is your uh, spiritual practice look like? Yeah, so mine's different every day. Um, something that I do is like every morning when I wake up, I take a second for gratitude. And it's literally as simple as 
I'm, I love my bed. My sheets are so comfortable. Like this window behind my head and the air coming in, just like kind of getting grounded. Then when I'm up and out of bed, I'd have to do some sort of grounding for the day. Mm-hmm. And some days that looks super logical, like cleaning my house in the morning, or some days it looks like taking a walk to the beach or getting my feet in the ground. Um, and just disconnecting and connecting with nature, connecting with spirit, asking them to show me signs and symbols, looking for different animals that want to cut or insects or flowers or messages on license plates, whatever that feels or looks like to you. And then I start my day. I either sit down, I do work with uh, my coaching or I'm going into the salon and doing hair. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's like part of my being now, like every, everything and everywhere I go, I notice angel numbers. I notice I'm even always feeling and thinking like when someone's talking, if they're talking from a limited space, like a false belief that I can tell is something that is one of their wounds. I'm not going to sit there and send unsolicited guidance, but I will just blast them with love while we're having a conversation or um, it's just part of, it's just become part of me. I feel a coaching session, but right behind me on a license plate is two, two, two. Yes. Which is, Divine timing, cosmic unions coming together. Yes. Yeah. Divine feminine for me, community, same thing, the collaboration. And then right in front of me is 2288. Ooh, abundance. Yes. <laughs> Infinite yeah. possibility. Shout you a text. And then I was like, oh, she's on the, the West Coast. So I was like, oh, God, I feel so bad. And then I looked down and the time was 555, your time. So Ooh, 555, my genius. time. Yeah. So yeah, so same thing. I'm and I just busy. looked down when it paused when someone called. It was eleven eleven my time. <laughs> ah, all good. This A divine great. wink. <laughs> That's it. I love it. A little God shot. Yeah, God shot. <laughs> um, shot from God. So tell us too. So you have. A beautiful business. You're in such great alignment. Thank you. I love just the energy behind everything that you do. And like I said, the you just emulate this possibility. And so you have some exciting things coming up. We have some exciting things coming up together. But tell us what is in the works for your business right now. And then when you're coming out here. So just let everybody know what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, I am going to be launching a podcast as well. So I'm sure we'll be circling back and having you on mine and vice versa. I know we were chatting about doing like fun little readings like live on a podcast could be cool. Yes. Um, To give people a taste of what that feels like when you sit down and do a reading. Um, So podcast coming. I have a six-week course I'm going to be launching. Six or seven. I I am leaning more towards seven. You know, I, I was just about to say, kick. I heard seven. Yeah. yeah. Heard seven. <laughs> yep. I've been getting the kick for seven. Um, it's probably my grandma, her favorite number, sevens. Uh, she's like, oh, seven. But <laughs> a seven-week course um, for women to jump into for confidence and overcoming codependent patterns, anxiety, overthinking um, mm. before the new year to embody more of your highest potential and love step it. into deeper levels of confidence and love. Um, and attract that and mirror that back in your life. And then I will also be launching in the new year. A It's going to be anywhere from three to six months. I haven't quite pinpointed that time frame yet, but a course around intuition mastery. So mastering your intuition, honing yes. in your gifts, um, how I basically came into my own teachings, uh, others how to do the same through that course. 
And then in the meantime, I host smaller events. So we can chat about the one we'll be doing at the end of this month. And then um, I've got some more in San Diego throughout the rest of the year. I love all of that. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to tap into our own people. But right when you said your grandmother, she came through. I love her energy. I love how she's just like playful. And she's like just on your side about this. She's like, yes, that's what it's going to be. And it's going to be great. And she's like, honey, you can do anything. And I figured I would just come in right now to let you know while you're doing this. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, she's funny. She's she's a hoot. (laughs) She was like the family, like. She would like text me if anything was happening. She's like, Dancing with the Stars is on tonight at 8 p.m. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, her playful childlike energy. She's awesome. <laughs> we have this smaller immersive um, coming up. Erica and I are hosting it on Friday, October 29th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at Unique Steps Dance Studio in North Attleboro, Massachusetts, and we are calling it the Enlightened Intensive Workshop. So, right, we both just get, <laughs> yes, it's going to be yeah. amazing. And one of the questions we kind of sat on a bit was like, do we want to make this, do we want to make this light and fluffy, or do we want to just kind of really go for it? So <laughs> we both agreed We are here to help you and to do the deep inner work. So that is what it's going to be focused on along with playful. And like we said, tapping into your intuition a little bit and kind of giving you some guidance on how to do that when you're in your living room. Yeah. Yeah. You'll definitely leave feeling much lighter. Um, And during the workshop itself, it'll be a safe space for people to explore some of their wounds and we'll be there facilitating and helping intuitively guide the the experience and or offer guidance that comes through because both of us are our channels for the divine. Yeah. I think it's so important to, to just recognize that so many people, I think so many women too right now with, you know, the lifetime that we, that we're living in and just the way the world works is so many women is Mm -hmm. we just need, we talked about being alone right? And like addiction or when you're in an unhealthy relationship or when you have those uh, trauma bonds, it's like we just need a safe space and a safe container to just be and almost be alone, but alone supported by others. Mm-hmm. If that it's makes so true. sense, right? Like when you are, when somebody holds space for you in a way that feels so appropriate and good and safe, amazing, amazing healing can happen. And that's what I'm looking forward to for our little enlightened intensive for Friday, October 29th. It's going to be great. I can just feel that that's what we're kind of calling it right now. Yes. Yeah. Any souls that feel called or getting the ping, (laughs) definitely join us. Uh, We'll have an offer page out as well. Um, We'll probably link it in our bios, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll have it attached to the show notes, too. Yeah. And, yeah, I yes. love what you were saying about um, just having a safe space because that was a huge part of my journey. It was, like, being able to walk into a room of women that I didn't know and feel so seen and supported and heard. And I would just cry. Just before any words even came out of my mouth, when I walked into the room, I felt so supported. And it's, like, this next level of support, like, this higher – 
dimension of support. It's almost like you walk into heaven. <laughs> like you just feel like yeah. so divinely supported and it's the most magical experience. So if you're craving that space to just be, definitely join us on the 29th. You had, oh, so this is the other part of that too. Um, you, you've talked about confidence. And so when I asked you, you know, what is your, what do you do in the morning? What's kind of your spiritual ritual? How would you say to somebody who is, okay, they're now aware, they're celebrating that they're aware that they're in an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. and now they're ready to feel good about themselves. How would you um, advise somebody to just cultivate more confidence in their life? Like what is something like a spiritual practice they can do? And then what is a physical practice they can do to just build their own confidence? Yeah, I would say, so sometimes when we get in those spaces, right, like of like feeling really low or losing ourselves, it's like we forget what we even like to do. Like I remember not even knowing up from down. I'm like, what's the sky's blue or is it green? I forget. Um, what kind of ice cream do I like? Like I didn't even know who I was. So I would say coming back to a quiet space, like literally just getting in, in, a, in a safe space or a quiet space to just sit and be and asking yourself, like, what brings me joy? What brings me happiness? And writing those things down. And if there's, say, maybe five to ten of them, can literally be as simple as the sunshine, my dog, my cat, my kids, my walks, my drive to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. Like, whatever brings you joy, start putting that back into your day. Because when we feel joy, we feel better. And from that space, we can start to cultivate more feelings of confidence and presence and bliss and peace. And asking yourself, too, what makes me feel confident? And if you can't answer that question, that's okay. Um, Coming back to asking yourself, do my clothes make me feel good? If they don't, try and do a little closet purge. Um, And maybe buy yourself one new outfit. Like small things like that is just like getting back into receiving from yourself. Because it's like sometimes our tank is so E, so unempty Mm. that we forget how to give to ourselves. So I would just say coming back to that space of giving and allowing. and bringing like pleasure into everything that you do. Like I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts because it makes me happy. I'm laying in bed for five extra minutes this morning, not because I'm lazy, but because I am tired and I deserve it. And it's going to make me have a better day. Like just shifting your mindset too, and noticing where maybe old automatic negative thinking patterns are no longer serving you and starting to just neutralize them and disrupt them and redirect them with new positive truths. Oh, that's it. And I remember too, at the very beginning of my journey, it is so okay to burst into tears because that is also a relief. Yep. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. Let it I flow. Yeah. And just crying because it was like, I don't know. I don't know what color the sky is. Yeah. I remember the last time I saw the moon, all that, that yeah. awakening of figuring out, yeah, who we are. Yeah. And giving ourselves grace in those moments and being like today, like if you wake up and you feel funky, like just today I am anxious, period. Uh Doesn't need to be explored. Uh Why? Like today I'm sad, period. (laughs) What can I do? What do I need today? Because I am anxious because I am sad, like starting to come back to re re like almost nurturing yourself, mothering yourself and treating yourself like a friend, like how would you treat your best friend? How would you treat your child? Like starting to give that back to yourself because when our cup is full, everyone else's can be overflowing. But when our cup is empty, we are only trying to 
we can only fill their cups halfway and then we feel defeated. They don't feel great. (laughs) Yeah. That's so good too. And that just, I know we're going to wrap it up here soon, but when you had said like just being okay, not being okay, it's, I think right now too, there's such a misunderstanding of like toxic positivity. Like, yeah, like you're not feel grateful all the time or be happy all the time. Oh yeah. I have days where I'm just like, the tears are flowing and I'm like, we are alchemizing pain that I don't even know where it's coming from, but I'm going to sit with it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. sometimes, and just know like the journey's ongoing, like even people like Buddha or <laughs> Ram Dass, like they had days that I'm sure they cried and they sat in their shit until the day yeah. that they crossed, you know, like it's, it's ongoing and that nothing's above, nothing's below. Like we really are all in this together and it's just yeah. different, different types turns and seasons for each of us um and also like emotions are energy in motion like they want to move they want to they want to come up they want to come out so when you sit with them and let them do that sometimes you can transcend time you can jump timelines because you're not stuffing it down you're not avoiding and you can like wake up feeling oh today I'm this and then two hours later your day feels completely different because you let yourself sit with yourself for 20 minutes that morning to release right right not labeling it and just letting it flow mm-hmm. mm, I can't wait this is keeps coming up um and I meant to say this like three times over is that we have a, a bigger retreat coming up in December and I keep feeling like it needs to be done at a Newport mansion Ooh. Yes. And of course, since I got that ping, um, I looked it up and they are, you can rent them out. Yeah. Wait, so. it's so funny that you say that because I was looking at um, this, this platform that I use to see where I can host things and a Newport mansion popped up and I was like, that would be so cool. So there it's it so wild that you say that. <laughs> there it is. Spirit was like, you cannot end this conversation without mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so join us for a snowy day in <laughs> yeah. a Newport mansion this December. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'll be amazing. The energy there, the comfort there, that's going to be great. So, yeah. So we'll let you know when those dates are coming, but it'll be at a Newport mansion in Newport, Rhode Island. Ooh. Heck yeah. I'm here uh, for it. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for you, for everything that you've got going on. I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. I cannot wait to sign up for your course. I can't wait to be on your podcast. I'm so excited for what we have coming up. Thank you for just sharing your light and your abundance and your beauty with us. So go ahead and find Erica on Instagram at Erica Rose Rollins. That's Erica with a K, Rose Rollins. Um, like she said, there'll be a link to our Enlightened Immersive on there and then all the other beautiful um, energy modalities and coaching tools and all that so you can connect with Erica over there. Thank you beautiful so much day. for having me. You are so welcome. <laughs> I love your energy Smiling. too. I'm like so glad that we connected. <laughs> I'm like, thank <laughs> you, too. universe. yeah really that was wild that was so wild for me like the time warp that I felt when you had said when you were mentioning people from North Attleboro like I jumped into a different space I was like my whole body was like okay yeah and here we are 
I know. And we have mutual people and friends and it's like so wild. So we are definitely, we were meant to come together in this lifetime. Yeah. Co-create some magic. Yes. So for everybody listening, I hope you resonated with parts of this. If you have anything that you want to share with me or with Erica, I know I can speak on Erica's behalf. We would love to hear from you, to connect with you. You are loved. You are worth it. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Cut out a little bit, but I got it all. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening again. You are loved. You are enough. And I will talk to you soon.